You're listening to Almost Famous, a music industry podcast championing independence powered by The Famous Company. Whether you're an artist or music industry professional, ensure you don't miss a beat by subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. So, ladies and gentlemen, people, we are back. And today's guest is none other than Way McDonald. Way, how are we today? I am fan freaking fantastic. How are you? I am good. I'm good. Where are you right now? Right now, I'm in my office. I'm home. You're home, yeah. And where's home for you? Home right now is in Patterson, New Jersey. Nice. Okay. Now, everyone thinks they're going to listen to me and you talk about um, TV talent shows for the next 30 minutes. But um, I think think it'd be better if me and you just spoke for 30 minutes about how great your Britney impression is. Oh, my gosh. No. It's so... it's I you don't know what I I had a squeaky voice and somebody was like oh my god it kind of sounds like Britney and I was like oh okay and I then I tried it and all of my friends love it so that's like the best karaoke bit to do so good oh yeah give us more how was I supposed to know that something wasn't right here yeah Oh, that's it. That, that's that's it. Our podcast is done. Can it, can oh, it get yeah. better than that? I don't know. It does. I hope it does go a little bit better. Oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. So, like I said, we're, we're going to talk today about uh, TV talent shows and what an incredible... I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm really excited about this because we have had um, very much legends in the music industry space come into this podcast the people from the behind the scenes that talk about um how certain careers got started and who they worked with everyone from johnny cash to paramore to to calvin harris and today is the first time i'm interviewing an artist on the podcast so you were the first artist to come through and i'm really excited because i watched your audition for the voice so many times like <laughs> you were on all like the compilation videos and it just kept on coming right. on and every time I saw it yeah it was, it's it was crazy, so good. Right? Mm. thank you thank you so I first got to start with um sometimes it's a simple question for some some people um are not really quite too sure but w- what made you get your start in music what what was the part in life where you were like look I, w- I want to do this it was around uh, junior high school, so maybe about like a, 11 or 12. No, 13 is when I was like, okay, no, I'm going to really try to start doing this. I didn't realize I could sing until I was about 11 or 12. And that was kind of the moment where I was like, you know, like kids are mean. So I kind of took that moment to be like, you know what, I'm going to start writing some poetry. And I did. And because I knew how to play piano, I started trying to think like I was going to be like a, a cute little hip hop artist and just like plunk at some notes and and start <laughs> rapping my poems. But the raps ended up turning into melodies. And then I started writing my own songs. And I was like, I think I can, I think I could do this. And I started out doing it like that. And then I ended up being like, okay, now I'm going to find some chords. Now I'm going to try to sing this. And 
I got training and it kind of went from there. Amazing. And you you went on The Voice in 2016. You were yeah. 17 at the time. There is many TV talent shows out there. Why The Voice? I wanted to do The Voice because I like the idea of them not looking at me. And it was kind of, um, um, although it might sound bad, like a little bit of a, of a validation seek. Because, you know, when you're a singer, there's a lot of people that sound great as singers, a lot of talented people. But you're like, okay, if I'm meant to do this, then people will hear how I, how, how I am on the inside when I sing. Like, they'll hear my spirit through how I sing. And I loved that idea that, like, you can't see what anybody looks like. You can't have any predetermined thing about them. Like, oh, well, they look like they're going to sound terrible, so let's see what they do. And, you know, also, I have a very squeaky speaking voice. You know, I didn't want anybody to hear that. And I was like, okay, let's, let's just go straight for the voice. Like, I want to go. So, and then my dad was was actually very, very instrumental in picking the voice because he just came out of nowhere with an audition ticket and he was like, we're going to go. And I was like, okay, but I have a college audition. He was like, no, 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 you don't move that. And I was like, what do you mean move that? I can't just move that. He was like, no, 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 you're going to have to. And, 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 and we'll be there in, uh, tomorrow. And I was like, are you kidding me? He was like, yeah, we're going to work it out. And I was like, okay. Shout out to dad. Shout out to my dad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's, you know what? I feel like I know him as well. He, he was there in the audition. Oh yeah. My dad most of the time is there. If it's nine times out of 10, he's the one who's there no matter what I'm doing, no matter how I'm doing it, he's somewhere in the background and he doesn't, he's not a background person, which I think is very funny. He deliberately just puts himself there, but he's a, a six foot four big black man. So like, you know, he just, he, he just, <laughs> he just <laughs> deliberately puts himself in the corner and, and it's like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> yeah, don't want to mess with me. <laughs> No, don't, don't, no, very much Papa Bear energy. Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it through the screen. It's great. Now, yeah. was, he also, was he also instrumental in um, picking? Because after four chair turns, you picked Alicia Keys. Yeah. Um, was that always going to be the case? You went no. in there? No? No, not at all. Me and my dad had actually worked out um, picking Adam. Like we were, right. we were like dead set on picking Adam for sure. And what, what kind of made me change on the spies, like, you know, when you're on that stage, you think of so many things at one time, as well as trying to be in the moment of, holy crap, I just got these celebrities to turn around because they like how I sound. So I was thinking to myself, okay, Adam has won the voice with his contestants many times, as has Blake. Right. Adam, though, I was like, Adam's been in this for a while and I want to have a life and a big career after The Voice. And I was like, and I haven't seen that from them. And I was like, why don't I try somebody new? Because Alicia was new at the time. It was the first time they had two female judges at one time on the show. So I was going in between Miley and Alicia on stage. That's what I was doing in my head. And I ended up picking Alicia because 
I I was like, I think that she could give me some great songs and I think it would look amazing for us to be standing and representing with each other. Yeah, definitely. For, for people who are, of course, catching this episode and, and not really too sure about the season 11 uh, judges. So, of course, Adam Levine, uh, Maroon 5, uh, Alicia Keys and Miley Cyrus came in. Like you said, they were, they were new at the time. Uh, yeah. And Blake Shelton, who is very big in the US, not so big here in the UK, but he's yeah, a he's massive country star. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, that was, that was them there uh, back in 2016. Yeah. I'd like to know... Of course, once you you were team Alicia, but I'd like to know what's the most important thing Alicia Keys taught you throughout the whole process? Throughout the entire process, it was difficult. It was very difficult, not just for like a 17 year old, which which of course was hard, but it was difficult for people who were like 50, 40, like it was difficult for all of us. I think the best thing that she constantly kept saying was just continue to be who you are as an artist and as a person and don't let any of the outside noise phase you, which is pretty on brand because, you know, my father and the people who are supportive of me, they're all saying the same thing. Like, you know what, you're going up against yourself. You're not going up against anybody else. You're going up against you and your last performance. That was the the biggest lesson um, and also, I did so much more than I thought I could do. You know, I'm 17. I'm I'm still in high school for half of the show. And then in college for the other half. And I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, my God, I have homework. But then I'm, <laughs> and then I'm like, OK, how am I going to get ready to pick this song and beat out this person who is either Grammy nominated, already gone on world tours, um, has albums out already? I'm like, I'm not that like I'm not that and my dad was like don't focus on that you are just going up against your last performance not anybody else's and that's that so did anything surprise you about Alicia's approach is there anything that you thought um this is this is a new of course you were talking about it's a bit it's a bit of a strange experience for a 17 year old but is there anything that you could say wow I'm gonna take that away for the rest of my life um definitely from what I said before like you know, you you can't kind of focus on anybody else's journey, which is very difficult right now in social media and you're looking at everybody else and everybody flaunts their life as if it's perfect. And you're like, why am I not there? Why am I not where they're at? And for the rest of my life, I'm going to always think to myself, no, you're going to ride this to the wheels fall off and you're just going to go from your last performance? What's the last best thing that you did and go from there? And that's how you continue to level up yourself. So it was, there was nothing that was really surprising. She was, she was really sweet. She, she looks exactly and is exactly how she looks. She's really sweet. She's funny and it's, she's great. That's great. You said something interesting, actually. You said when you went into the show, you were 17. You went on to, of course, to college throughout the show. What we see on TV is about, is it, I'm assuming it's the same in the US because I follow the the Voice UK on like a weekly basis, but we don't get uh, much of the US. I have to just go on YouTube and see clips. But over here, it's like a free four month journey. For you as a contestant, how long is that journey? The journey is um, nine months. Yeah, because of course you audition and I'm assuming you have to keep that secret. Yeah. Yeah, was that hard? 
Yes, because, uh, uh, oh my God, especially for like, for like in front of teenage kids, you know, I'm leaving class and everybody's like, oh my God, is, is Way sick? And I'm like, no, I'm not sick. They're like, oh my gosh. And somebody had actually guessed it. And I was like, no, you're wrong. And they were like, really? I thought I really had it. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm filming a movie. They're like, oh, okay. All right. They're like, what movie? I'm like, I obviously can't tell you what movie it is, but I'm, I'm out in LA filming a movie. And that was, that was my thing. Everybody's like, oh, Wade's going to be in a movie. Wade's going to be in a movie. I'm like, God, I needed to come up with a, a, a less <laughs> grand of, I was just thinking movie. that. I was like, dang it. I was like, you no, messed like, up movie and I messed it up and I was like so yeah now I'm like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna just tell them that I'm 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 just gonna be in LA for a while (laughs) I'm in this uh, new film called The Voice uh, co-starring with Alicia Keys and Miley Cyrus guessed it perfectly they were like she's on The Voice she has to be she has to be on The Voice oh no I was like, no. So I just did the first thing that came into my mind. <laughs> and that was it. I was like, oh, dang it. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it, was, it was very difficult to keep it a secret. It's a long, long process. I started uh, February 2016, and we didn't finish till December 2016. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a long process. For some of the contestants, um, they handpick uh some of the people that they want to be on the show and because of that they skip a couple of audition processes so like let's say there's four auditions that you have to go through let's say they skip the first two and they have to do the next two after that since they were either handpicked from youtube or they were you know doing stuff like that me i had to go to the cattle call so that's what we call it, like the, the cattle call of thousands of people and you go and it's like the general casting and we went in Philly with like 10,000 people. And yeah, so the audition that we saw was your fourth audition. Yeah. That, that, is, that is crazy. So, but as a finalist, you experienced every single stage of the show. Um, yeah. Like you said, that was February through to, to December. What advice would you give a future contestant? The biggest advice I would give a future contestant is um, don't go in there thinking that the coaching is going to change your life and going to change your um, perspective on anything you might already know. You know, you have to go in there, you're kind of sort of your own artist. You have to go in there ready and mentally prepared. If you don't think that you're ready, you're not. That's, that's always what I say. I'm like, there are people like, oh, I don't think I'm ready. I don't think this is going to go good. I don't know. I'm kind of scared. Um, I'm like, if you don't think that you're prepared or ready to do it, you're not. Mm. That's, I, I, think, I think they should definitely, everyone listening to this right now, I'm not just talking about TV talent shows. Do that throughout life. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's yeah. the music industry right there. If you if you're doubtful about anything, then people will see right through you, and you just gotta go and you just gotta believe in yourself. Yes, that's the that's the biggest thing. It's like if you don't feel like you can believe in yourself enough, like even if you have like a, a grain of belief, that's enough. Go ahead, go. But if you feel like oh no, like I oh I'm still like unsure. I feel like I need to practice. Like only you know yourself. 
So if people are pushing you to do something that you don't think that you're ready for, don't do it. Mm. And don't do it just because people think that their timeline matches up with your timeline. Um, Also, it's very tasking on your mental health and your physical health. There's a lot of long nights, a lot of times where you have to sing and you're not on stage. And there are times where you have to do a lot of interviews, a lot of different podcasts. It's like six, seven in the morning after you just had a night and you didn't go to bed until five. You have to get up the next day and do practices, wardrobe, different things. And as glamorous as it does look on TV and how glamorous it does kind of feel um, behind the scenes, it's not very glamorous. It's not glamorous enough for you to be like, yeah, like this, <laughs> this is it. Like sometimes you're like, God, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to eat and go to sleep. And it's just be mentally and, and physically ready for an amazing but a very difficult experience. And if you don't want to do this for the rest of your life and you're just trying to see this to like, just throw like crap at the wind, don't do it. Cause you're going to go up against people who are hungry and ready. Mm. I loved what you said about your timeline might not match up with anybody else's. So you were the second runner up on the show um we've seen the likes of adam lambert one direction jennifer hudson all artists that went on to sell millions of albums uh but were all eliminated from either american idol or or the x factor now a tv talent show can give any up-and-coming artist a major platform but why do you think shows like this get such a bad rep i think they get the worst rep because of um, the aftermath like they're like well where are they now why don't they help them where's the where's the where's why aren't they big stars and it's like you have to realize at the end of the day it is a reality show always I think they get a bad rep also um because people don't normally get picked that the ones that you wanted to win don't normally get picked that's like a yeah. common thread. Like the people's like, I can't believe they won. And it's just like, well, you know, it's like, they're like, oh no, like it's rigged. And it's it's like, no, you have to think about it. The, the people who normally win are the people who relate to most of America or a, a, a huge chunk of America. And that's, that makes sense. And people get very upset at that and either don't want to watch the show or just kind of just be like, oh, you know, like the shows are fake and they're rigged. I'll tell you what, from my experience, from all I can say is the show is not fake. <laughs> and I hope to God it's not rigged, but it, it's not fake. Everything is very much real. And it's, it's a lot. Everybody's like, oh, they know who's going to win and who's going to lose. They, you can see it on their face. They know that they're going to win. And I'm like, no, we have no idea. When we're standing on stage, we are about to pee on ourselves. We have no idea what we're going to get ready to get into. So, yeah, I think there's that. Also, the the human attention span is very short. So the voice has two seasons a year. So by the time that we are already on our live shows, they're already filming the next season. So I think... I think people also get a little upset at that. Like, how can they 
pay attention to another season while they're still doing another season. And it's like, they're setting you up to fail. And it's like, well, you know what? It's about the platform and what you do with it. And you can't rely on a TV show or celebrities to give that to you. You got to work for it still. Mm. Talking about the platform then, I absolutely love the fact that The Voice brought us you. Your latest single, Head Up High, is, I think it was only released, what, the 16th of March? We are only like about two weeks away from the release. It is doing so well. It is so good. Thank you. I was going to ask you, um, what, of course, what's next for you? What's next for Wayne McDonald? And I, of course, I know that you're, I don't know if I'm even allowed to say this because you kind of hit it on your Instagram. What, what are you doing with DMX? <laughs> okay, so um, I'm allowed to say a little bit. I, I may or may not have a couple of songs with him. So, um, and doing a little bit of um, help with the, you know, the project. So that's really cool. Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> and, <laughs> so it's like, it's a lot of fun. Um, up next out of that is of course like more of my own music I want to be able to put an EP together and build and do more stuff I want to definitely go a lot more international because I love the UK and I love the people over there and I think once we can get everything together I'd love to perform again Mm, performing so much fun I can't wait to just dance again and sing and have so much fun doing that so yeah I I think that's what's next for me with and a lot I was gonna say and more mom on TikTok yes uh, my mom my mom actually he <laughs> he was swiping on TikTok and she was like I don't really know how how to how do I how do I do this? How do I, why do I keep getting this thing that pops up? Why are there so many videos of, of these people dancing? And I'm like, I'm like, well, because that's your algorithm on TikTok. How do I change it? I don't, I don't want to see them dancing anymore. I want to see more of, of you and, 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 and whales. I want to see more whales. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Um, so now I have to go on to TikTok literally right before the podcast and change her algorithm and just like a whole bunch of different stuff, go on different whale TikToks and just tap a whole bunch of whales. <laughs> so, okay, I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Molly. Oh, wow. I didn't think I was going to laugh that much. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear, I'm kind of wheezing into the mic. I want to spend a day with a McDonald's. I want to just, yeah, got to do it. I got to do it. I'll make it, you know what? This is what we'll do. You want to come to the UK at some point. I'm sure we'll see you very, very soon. I want to make a TikTok with you and your mom. And you know what? And if I have to, I'll I'll put a whale onesie on. Yes. Oh my. Gosh, yes, my my mom would be like, oh my gosh, did you see? He had the little whale costume. Did you see it? (laughs) It'll be great. It'll be perfect. It'll be perfect. It'll make her little heart so happy. 
That's right, people. Hashtag Wales of TikTok. Here I come. A massive thank you to Way, and if you haven't already, definitely YouTube The Voice, Way McDonald, Audition, Goosebumps. Seriously, I guarantee you'll end up sharing it with someone today. It's that good. Also, check out her new single, Head Up High, which is available now on all streaming platforms. For more interviews, AMAs, tips and tricks, and exclusive content, you know where I'm sending you. Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Famous Co. That's at The Famous Co. My name is Zaid. Go ahead and tap that subscribe or follow button, and we'll see you all next time. You've been listening to Almost Famous, a music industry podcast powered by The Famous Company. If you're an independent artist or music industry professional, for more information, head to www.thefamouscompany.com.